Hi, and welcome to this audio edition of Polygamy, What Love Is This? with host Doris Hansen. On this program, we discuss polygamy and Mormon fundamentalism from a biblical Christian perspective. We talk about the history of polygamy, its modern-day fruit, share stories from people who have escaped polygamy, and talk about current events relating to polygamy. You can learn more about the video edition of this program at whatloveisthis.tv. And now, here's Doris. Welcome to Polygamy, What Love Is This? I'm your host, Doris Hansen, and we continue to bring biblical truths to modern-day polygamists so that they will know that God never did command anyone ever to take multiple wives. We continue to wonder why people choose to follow the works of Joseph Smith when the grace of Jesus Christ is all we need. Before we get started on the show, we want to let you know that if you or someone that you know want to escape from a polygamy, we can help you. You can contact us from our toll-free number, 877-425-9993. You can also go to our website, shieldandrefuge.org, for more information about us. Also, if you want to uh, be on our show, if you want to contact us about anything about our show, make comments, you can email us at email at whatloveisthis.tv. Also, audio versions of this program are now available to download and take with you. You can find information on how to do that on our website's main page or go to soundcloud.com slash whatloveisthis. And now I would like to thank our co-host, Earl Erskine, for hanging in there with us all these times. I appreciate being here. <laughs> we love it's having you. It's always so fascinating. It's such interesting topics and you know, fun things to talk you about. You do a great job. Well, so do you, yeah, and thanks so much. Yeah. You know, Mormonism pays lip service to the Bible. Yes, I think you probably say. would agree to that. <laughs> Carry their quad every week. <laughs> every week, yep. They use the Bible only when it apparently supports Mormon teachings. Joseph Smith claimed with no backup proof whatsoever that the Bible was unreliable and that it is missing many plain and precious things. Other Mormon prophets accused the Bible of being so corrupted that hardly a single verse or passage hadn't been tampered with. The LDS Church claims that they are the only true church on the planet, and of course each polygamy group claims to be the only kingdom of God on planet Earth. Yet they forget to read Jesus' words who said that his kingdom is not of this world. With no evidence to back up their claims, they throw around the accusation that all other churches and their creeds are an abomination to God and all those who profess belief in those creeds are corrupt. Former Mormon leaders referred to Christian churches as being inspired by the devil and as having been hatched in hell. For instance, Joseph Smith said, From Prophet Joseph Smith, Jr., What is it that inspires professors of Christianity generally with the hope of salvation? It is that smooth, sophisticated influence of the devil by which he deceives the whole world. Ooh! So following biblical teachings and the biblical Jesus is being influenced by the devil? So why do Mormons carry around the Bible? Yeah. And there was more than one negative remark made by Mormon, early Mormon leadership about biblical Christianity. We have some more quotes. Yeah, Joseph Smith and then Brigham Young. All the priests who adhere to the sectarian religions of the day with all their followers, without one exception, receive their portion with the devil and his angels. And Brigham Young, Brother Taylor has just said that the religions of the day were hatched in hell. The eggs were laid in hell, hatched on its borders, and then kicked onto the earth. And again, when the light came to me, I saw that all the so-called 
Christian world was groveling in darkness. Pretty nasty things yeah. they said about Christianity. Brigham Young claimed that a light came to him and showed him that Christianity grovels in darkness. But Jesus said his word would never pass away or ever fail and that his word would lead us to eternal life. I'd rather believe Jesus than Brigham Young. This is what the Bible says about that light he claimed he had. In Matthew 6, the eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are bad, the whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? Well, his light was only darkness, judging by the comments that he made. Yeah. Mormon leaders and polygamous prophets said all these things about the Bible and about Christianity, yet they still carry Bibles around with them as though they believe in every word it says. Evidence proves that the Book of Mormon is a fraud. Archaeology proves that there was no early civilization that the Book of Mormon describes. DNA evidence proves that Native Americans are not descendants of Hebrews who came to America. Geography shows that no lands match up with the description of geography in the Book of Mormon. Zoology timeline shows that many of the animals described in the Book of Mormon as being here during those times were not here at all during those times. Yet, they claim the Bible can be trusted. At least it has historical proof and integrity. The polygamy groups believe and teach precisely the same stuff. So why leave a polygamy group and join the LDS Church? The doctrine is almost identical. Many teachings of Joseph Smith are identical in both the Mormon Church and in polygamy groups. Teachings like the nature of God and who Jesus is are identical in both the LDS and the polygamy groups, but are radically different from God's testimony about himself in the Bible. All of Mormonism encouraged members to ignore evidence and rely on feelings. Yeah. With their feelings, they judge Joseph Smith's claims and that the Book of Mormon is being true. Now, all of us feel things, sure. and that's okay. But feelings are never supposed to be the method of testing truth. Instead of doing personal research outside of their authorized, sanitized, and rigged sources, they rely on how they feel after praying about it. And if it's true, they have a good feeling about it. But God's way has never been to determine truth by our feelings. Now, if circumstances and even the devil were not able to mess with them, our feelings might be more reliable. But feelings and experiences come from many different changeable and unreliable sources. Yeah. The devil can cause us to have good feelings purposely to deceive us. He's a master deceiver. That's his intent. And God has given us the Bible as our guide for truth. So we won't be deceived by the devil, and if we are deceived, we will have no excuse. And it is the Bible that God will use for or against us on Judgment Day, we quote. From John 12:48, There is a judge for the one who rejects me and does not accept my words. That very word which I spoke will condemn him at the last day. Ooh. Yeah. And so, the Bible is important. And we are commanded to test our spiritual life, doctrines, and feelings. And God has given us a way to make the test. Now from John 1, 4, 1. Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. 
and from Proverbs, there is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end it leads to death. How true is that? So if you're relying on your feelings? The, the way that could lead to death. In fact, every Mormon and every polygamist should check the way they are following to discover if it will lead to eternal death instead of eternal life. Just because you've been told it is right or felt that it's right doesn't prove that it's right. Just because it feels right could actually mean it's dead wrong. We have some more verses. Yeah, from Proverbs again. The way of a fool seems right to him, but a wise man listens to advice. And do you see a man wise in his own eyes? There is more hope for a fool than for him. And finally, he that trust, trusteth in his own heart is a fool. I find that very interesting yeah. because so everybody today is saying, well, trust your heart. Yeah. You can trust what your heart says. Follow your, your heart. Yeah. You know, have faith in what your heart says. No, if you trust your own heart, you're a fool yeah. because God has to be part of what is going on in your heart or you can't trust it. And as Joseph Smith went about having revelations, he himself admitted that some of them came from the devil, and even he couldn't always tell the difference. That remark alone should scare everyone out of Mormonism. Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> really telling. So he inquired of the Lord about it, and behold, the following revelation came through the stone again. Mm, yeah. Some revelations are of God, some revelations are of men, and some revelations are of the devil. So we see that the revelation to go to Toronto and sell the copyright of the Book of Mormon right. was not of God, but was of the devil or of the heart of man. When a man inquires of the Lord concerning a matter, if he is deceived by his own carnal desires and is in error, he will receive an answer according to his erring heart but it will not be a revelation from the Lord. This was a lesson for our benefit, and we should have profited by it in future more than we did. Okay, so that's an interesting uh, dialogue that we read. Uh, and as far as revelations from the devil, I would say that plural marriage and eternal marriage are two of them. Yeah, and so how do you tell the difference, you know, if you're not trusting in the Bible? If you're not trusting the Bible, there's no, there's no, no way. other way to test if it. If you're trusting men, um, you don't know. Right. So we ask again, why leave a polygamy group and join the LDS church because Joseph Smith is the same prophet of both. Both Mormons and polygamists believe and teach that God gave Joseph Smith commandment to practice plural marriage. Both believe that plural marriage will be an eternal practice and to reach exaltation, both believe that polygamy must be accepted and embraced. So when someone leaves a polygamy group and then joins the LDS church, they are merely embracing the same foundational beliefs, the same polygamist eternity and how to get there. Hmm. But even by LDS doctrine, the polygamist will get into Mormon heaven first because they did their polygamy here. So why join the LDS church? In the long run, it would be better to just, <laughs> just stay, to stay in, in the polygamy group. That's right. We don't say this from a biblical viewpoint at all because Jesus confirmed that monogamy is God's design for marriage and Jesus confirmed that there are no eternal marriages. And Jesus said that the words he spoke will be our judge. So are you going to trust what Jesus said or what Joseph said? Your answer determines your destiny. 
One of Joseph Smith's worst practices was his marriages to several women who were already married and living with their husbands. Jesus called that adultery. It's mind-boggling how contemporary Mormonism just accepts that this spiritualized adultery so calmly and so easily. I don't know how they can do that. Despite claims that there was no sex between Smith and his married married wives, history records otherwise. We quote first from Annalisa Young yeah. about this. From wife number 19. One woman said to me not very long since, while giving me some of her experiences in polygamy, the greatest trial I ever endured in my life was living with my husband and deceiving him while receiving Joseph's attentions whenever he chose to come to me. Some of these women have since said that they did not know who was the father of their children, which certainly means they were intimate. Something was going on. <laughs> this is not to be wondered at, for after Joseph's declaration annulling all Gentile marriages, the greatest promiscuity was practiced, and indeed, all sense of morality seemed to have been lost by a portion, at least, of the church. You know, that that's just... Yeah, if they don't know who their wife is, or who their ch- child who their is. their child is. Um, and, and she said there were several yeah. who wondered about yeah. that. Presindia Huntington was married to Norman Buell and at the same time was married to Joseph Smith. She was concerned about who the father of her son was, we quote. She did not know whether Mr. Buell, her legal husband, or the prophet was the father of her son. So there we have. Now, we ask the question again, why follow a religion whose foundation is polygamy and eternal marriage, which Jesus says doesn't exist? We don't understand (laughs) how, how someone can follow or escape a polygamy group and then be deceived all over again into joining the whitewashed LDS church. It's the same religion, the same polygamous prophet, Joseph Smith. Not too long ago, a man by the name of Jeremy Rennells began questioning Mormonism. He was a native of Southern California, a sixth-generation Mormon, a former Eagle Scout, a returned missionary, and a BYU alumnus. But eventually he experienced a crisis of faith. Like you did. Yes, he did. A CES director suggested he share his concerns and questions about the LDS Church. So Jeremy wrote the letter, which later became publicly known as, quote, letter to a CES director, end quote. And you can read it at the link on the screen, or you can Google letter to CES director, and you'll find it. After he received the requested letter, the CES director said he would provide Jeremy with a response to his questions, but no response ever came. During his transition away from the Mormon indoctrination, Jeremy said this, I believe that members and investigators deserve all the information on the table to be able to make a fully informed and balanced decision as to whether or not they want to commit their hearts, minds, time, talents, income, and lives to Mormonism. And I agree. (laughs) I do too. (laughs) All those who leave polygamy groups should investigate thoroughly what they're getting into when they consider joining the LDS. 
eternity as at risk here, not just this life, but eternity. We want to relate some of the concerns that Jeremy Rennells had about Joseph Smith's polygamy. The link on the screen is a different link that we put on last time. It contains an article about Joseph Smith's claims and practice of polygamy and polyandry. And in that, he wonders what kind of a god or what kind of a prophet could claim that polygamy and polyandry is a good thing or a righteous idea, and we wonder the same thing. This is what he said. Yes. What does being sealed to Joseph in the afterlife instead of with your earthly husband really look like? What kind of a god or prophet could possibly claim this is a wonderful idea? Imagine you spent 50 years living with your devoted spouse, fully intending to be married together in heaven for all eternity, just like you have enjoyed on earth for the last 50 years. And then the prophet says he wants your wife to be his 33rd wife. So in the next life, you don't get your devoted wife of 50 years. Instead, you have to find another. Are we to believe that God actually commanded the prophet to do this? This is even crueler than having someone else have sex with your wife. What moral justification can possibly be made for marrying other living men's legally and lawfully married wives? Good questions. That's such a good question. And I'm sure there is no real answer for that. <laughs> well, God gave us a brain and he expects us to use it. He yeah. really does. And Jeremy used it. Jeremy wonders what Joseph Smith's behavior would look like in today's Mormonism. Oh boy. How would a married, faithful LDS man feel today if he accepted a mission call only to return from his mission and find that while he was away that Thomas Monson had secretly married and had been sealed to his wife? That's precisely what Joseph Smith did. Now, Jeremy makes some great points about the children of these kinds of marriages and that they counteract the entire LDS idea of eternal families. Normally, they seal children to their father. The wife is sealed to the father. Yeah. The entire family is sealed together. But if the women were sealed to Joseph Smith, then who were the children sealed to? Good question. If the children were sealed to the woman's first husband, their father, then she would not be sealed to her children. If they were sealed to Joseph, then the poor first husband would not only be deprived of his wife, but also forfeit his own children in Mormon heaven. Would God be the author of this kind of confusion? Again, if you believe in the concept of eternal marriage, then Joseph Smith, Brigham Young, and the early prophets, seers, and revelators literally stole other men's wives and children, regardless of whether they had sex with those women or not. What right did Joseph and these prophets have to do this? I'd ask what kind of a God would condone Joseph's and Brigham's despicable behavior of taking, sleeping with, and having children with other men's wives. But the fact is that even the Mormon God didn't accept this. In fact, the Mormon God very explicitly and clearly defines and condemns polyandry in Doctrine and Covenants 132.61 as adultery. And this is true. Yeah, is. And, and we doubt if very many polygamists or Mormons fully grasp what section 132 entirely teaches yeah. from beginning to end. For instance, the revelation on polygamy accepts only virgins as plural wives. A little bit of a problem. 
If any man espouse a virgin and desire to spouse another and the first give her consent, and if he espouse the second and they are virgins and have vowed to no other man, then is he justified. He cannot commit adultery, for they are given unto him. For he cannot commit adultery with that that belongeth unto him and to no one else. Okay, so that completely Oops. throws out the married, married women that he married, yeah, right? sure does. So again, we urge those who have rejected polygamy and turned to the modern LDS church to take a close look at doctrine. Doctrine is what determines our belief, and our belief is what determines our eternity. Although the LDS church looks cleaner, more sanitized than polygamy groups, it is still Joseph Smith's church that demands polygamy for eternity. Mm -hmm. Joining the LDS church does not leave polygamy behind. Foundational LDS teachings are that polygamy is required for eternity. The LDS may change their minds, but God never does. Lee Baker is a former Mormon bishop. Yeah who did his research depending upon truth and facts rather than on feelings and fraudulent claims. He posted some remarks on Facebook regarding the polygamous practices of Joseph Smith that we would like to share. He correctly reminds us that the Mormon church now officially has admitted confirmed and printed information about Joseph Smith's polygamy that they formally officially denied. Yes. Things like this. Quite the list here. He took the wives of other men. He could have sex with the wives of other men. He took a 14-year-old girl as a wife when he was 38. He broke the laws of God and man in taking these young girls and the wives and mothers of his friends. He lied to his first wife, Emma, and all of the other wives as well, and to his own church about his practice of polygamy. He lied to the husbands of the women he took as wives. He took sets of sisters and mothers and daughters as wives against the Old Testament. Yes. He took between 30 and 40 wives. Brigham Young had to take 55, and the school was, there's a school named <laughs> after him. The church is named one. Then the Mormon church itself lied about Joseph Smith's polygamy for more than 180 years. God's true prophets <laughs> yeah. don't do these things. Doesn't sound very godlike, does uh, it? Not at all. After all this and more that Joseph Smith did, an LDS young women's leader said to her young women that Joseph Smith is the example of a man that young women should seek as a husband. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. If they really knew. And what does Joseph Smith's sex life tell young men? that they can also walk in his footsteps? Yep. That if Joseph Smith did it, so can I? Isn't that what the Mormon fundamentalists are doing? Isn't Joseph Smith the same prophet of polygamy groups as he is to the LDS church? What is the difference? Yep. Now the LDS don't live polygamy, but they haven't given it up. It's merely been postponed. It will be practiced at a future time, according to them. And if Jesus returned tomorrow, and the millennium begins tomorrow, yeah. according to their own doctrine, polygamy would also begin again tomorrow. From Bruce R. McConkie's Mormon Doctrine, obviously the holy practice of polygamy will commence again after the second coming of the Son of Man and the ushering in of the millennium. Notice he called it a holy practice. Yeah. Now, holy most, practice. almost all of our shows, if not all of them, 
talks about the unholy practice of polygamy and the and, and the misery and the yeah it does <laughs> all this that, that we just talked about all yeah. this that you just read that Joseph yeah. Smith and Brigham Young and the other prophets did yeah. that's not holy no it isn't I was raised in a polygamy group, and I saw much of, of what went on. Of course, yeah. I, there's a lot that went on I didn't see, a lot of secrets that go on. That's not holy. No. Committing adultery and calling it a command from God. Well, in this list of lying Lee Bakers, about it. yeah, lying about it. And even Section 101 was in the, doctor, in, in the Doctrine and Covenants for so long, said that we as a church or the LES church only practice or believes in marriage of one woman to one man. And yeah. That was in until, what, 1876 or I something? I think that was the year, yes. So in the Doctrine and Covenants, while they were practicing polygamy, but to the world, they were lying. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and not too long ago, a few, a few years ago, so a couple of missionaries came to my house and we talked and we talked about polygamy. And one of these young men said, I can't wait until it's restored so I can start living it. There, some of these people are looking forward to it. These are young men who look to Joseph Smith yeah. as their, on a pedestal, you know, as their example. Well, as you said, with this woman, that uh, young woman's president or somebody that would uh, tell the young women that Joseph Smith's a, a great example uh, to find as a husband just like him. Right, right. And granted... That'd be like Warren Jeffs. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. He and, was, you know, the young girls yeah. in Warren Jeff thought it was a privilege to be married to him. Yeah. So that, that is right, but to all of these things that they're doing, these horrible things they're doing to these women yeah. is not holy. And in Hebrews it tells us that without holiness, no one will see the Lord. Mm. So the polygamy <laughs> that they are practicing cannot be included as as being a holy doctrine. Well, and I think one of the things, too, is that you talk about in polygamy groups especially is that polygamy is required to to have eternal life with God, when Jesus is really all we need to have right. eternal life with God. And, th and that's the whole purpose of our show. If it, yeah. if it wasn't for that, yeah. uh, we probably wouldn't. But when they lie about eternal life and lie about God, lie yeah. about the Bible. That this is your way to salvation it, and eternal right. life. They've changed the gospel. Yeah, they have. And Galatians says if they change the gospel and to a different gospel, they're under a curse. Yeah. The, the gospel that they've changed is cursed, and the person that teaches that gospel is cursed. <laughs> and so they need to be careful. There's so, some rude awakenings. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I do hope so. Uh, you know, it's the same LDS church, is the same original polygamous church that Joseph Smith started uh, with the same LDS doctrines as the LDS church and the polygamy groups. And the polygamists, by the way, do get to heaven faster because they live polygamy here. <laughs> so why leave a polygamy group and join the LDS church? So that's part two of that. So we, we may have more coming up yeah. uh, to deal with this particular issue. Um, again, uh, Earl, thank you, you for, for, for me. joining us here. You know, a great Bible teacher, the late Adrian Rogers said, and I quote, Satan is a clever liar. In fact, many of his lies sound like the truth. He plays with our minds to confuse us. He lies about the biggest subject of all, God. Satan wants to deceive you about God. If he can distort your idea of God, then beyond the shadow of any doubt, he has you in everything else." 
end quote. And that's what Joseph Smith did. He lied about God and who God is. He lied when he claimed God gave him polygamy. He twisted scripture and its meaning. He lied about eternal marriages and family. He lied to the church about polygamy and, and to his wife. Uh, and he's, as we said earlier, Jesus warned that the words he spoke will be our judge, not the words of Joseph Smith. So who are you going to trust, Jesus or Joseph? Thank you. This has been the audio podcast edition of Polygamy, What Love Is This? This program is a production of A Shield and Refuge Ministry and Main Street Church of Brigham City. You can view current and past video episodes as well as download audio episodes of this program at whatloveisthis.tv. If you or someone you know is in need of assistance in leaving a polygamous situation, please contact us. We are here to help. All of our contact information can be found at shieldandrefuge.org or call us at 877-425-9993. If you have any questions or comments about this or any of our other programs, we'd love to hear from you. Write us at email at whatloveisthis.tv. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us again.